But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. The one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get this back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is the kind to the ungrateful, for he is kind to the ungrateful and to the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Let's pray. Thank you, Father God, for being with us. We thank you for loving us, sending your Son to die for us. We just ask that tonight you will open our hearts and minds to what you have for us tonight. Help us to wrap our minds around this very, very difficult concept that, um, that your Son presented to us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. When Jesus was here and he walked on the earth and he presented this, this message, what he said was something that was totally, completely earth-shattering. He said to love your enemies. And that is the premise on which this entire scripture passage was based. Everything that he said, everything that he proposed, rested on that foundation. Love your enemies. Does that make sense to anybody in here? Anybody? James, you're saying yes. Why, what makes sense about loving your enemies? didn't make sense when I was younger, even five, ten years ago, you know, type of a deal. But I think if you are able to show the love that Christ has for you, even to whom you may perceive to be an enemy, you may be able to witness to them and they can see Christ's love uh, through you. But I have some questions for you later because I still struggle with that whole. Right. And, and James has just finished out the entire lesson. We're done. If you got that, we're finished. He's way ahead of me. All right? So if you want to close in prayer, we're, we're done here tonight. Just kidding. We're going to talk through it. it. It is something that is absolutely foreign even to us who are Christians. It's something that we struggle with. We read the words. We understand the concept. We understand that Jesus has called us to do something that's difficult, something that goes contrary to human nature, and, and what he's saying is something that is earth-shattering. That, in that era, the Jews lived under the rule of the Romans, whom they hated. And the Romans, by law, could demand as their, the Roman soldiers could demand that you are now going to carry my bag for me because I don't want to carry it. And you would have to carry my luggage. 
and what that type of rule, that type of, of oppressive nature that they lived under, do you think they liked it? Or do you think that they then viewed the, the Romans as, as being the enemy? What do you think? Y'all think they liked it? Hey, it helps build muscle. Get me in shape for football. No. I don't think they liked it. Talk about being a freshman in high school for the, all of your life. I mean, they got treated like garbage. And what Jesus is telling them is something that is so contrary to their era, to their nature. You are to love the Romans who treat you like dirt. So if you fast forward that to today, the application is a little different because we don't have Romans that are in charge of us. But, but what Jesus is saying, in essence, is that you are to love Green Bay Packer fans. It's hard. But we're supposed to do that. That's the only reason you're here. Yes. Because we love you, even though you're a Packers fan. The idea of, of loving your enemies is still foreign to us. Think about walking down the halls at school, and as you walk down the halls, somebody comes along and every single day that you pass them, they knock your books to the ground and shove you up against the hall, up against the walls, up against the lockers. How would you like that? Jesus is saying that you are to love them. Do you like that? Now, there is within this command something that is really can set people on edge and they say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be a, a footstool. I'm not going to be abused. And that's not what he's saying. He's not saying that you should just soak up abuse like a big sponge. What he's saying is that you should love them. But he says to, if somebody strikes you, turn the other cheek. He says that you're supposed to, if they take your, if they take your coat, give them your shirt as well. If you loan money, don't expect it back. He says a lot of things in this passage that are totally contrary to human nature. And what he's saying is that if you do things the way everybody else does, then what sets you apart from the world? What sets you as a Christian apart from the sinners? If we are going about our mission, if we are on mission, if our goal is to reach people with the gospel message, if our goal is to tell people about Jesus Christ, there has to be something that is different in what we're telling them and in the way that we live that would compel them to want what we have. And if what we have is no different than what they have, what do we have? Does that make sense? If I am not going to take crap from anybody, and in fact I am going to be the same type of person that walks down the hall and treats people with random um, meanness, 
as anybody else, I'm not going to stick up for anybody. I'm not going to treat anybody with, with any kind of favor. I'm not going to love anybody. I'm going to be a jerk the same as everybody else. And then I'm going to tell you, hey, Rowan, you need Jesus. Why would she care what I have? What sets me apart from anybody else? We have to be different. And when Jesus said, love your enemies, what he's saying, in essence, is be different from the world. Don't be like everybody else. If you are going to be a follower of mine, you're going to be different. I've been doing this for a long time, as you know. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, God, you're old. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then I think I'm going to go to uh, church tonight, and I'm going to be talking to these teenagers. And <sighs> I'm glad they don't know that there's young guys out there. But here's the thing. The message that Jesus is saying to them is that we have to be different. If we're not different, if we have nothing that sets us apart from everybody else, are we are we really his followers? Jesus lived such a life that people were attracted to him. So like I was saying, I'm, I've been doing this for a long time, right? So here's, here's the question. And a lot of times people will say, you know, you, and, and they'll say this in such a way, if you were to die tonight, do you know where you're going to go? And they'll say that in a way that, that would make sure that you know that you're a Christian and where you're going to go and that kind of thing. And here's my question, not that, because I would hope that we have covered that. Uh, but my question to you is this. If you were to die tonight, and this is Wednesday, so your funeral would probably be on Saturday or Monday, and I was at your funeral, and I was speaking at your funeral, and I was to proclaim to everybody in that room that you were a follower of Jesus Christ, would they believe me? Or would that be shocking to them? Let me put it another way. If tomorrow they passed a law that said it is illegal to be a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian? Think about those things. There has got to be a difference. Jesus said, love your enemies. Jesus said, you must be different. The things in our scripture passage today talk about things that are absolutely radically opposite and different from everything that was prevalent in his time. And he's calling us to be different in every aspect of our life. 
That means that if I were to do your funeral and I were to say, James was a Christian, everybody in the room should be like, well, duh, I knew that. He wouldn't shut up about God. It was his favorite topic. He was so in love with Jesus Christ that it was all he talked about. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and they would say things like, he talked about it all the time, but even more, he lived it. When I was gone on vacation, he mowed my lawn for me. He was in line behind me at a checkout, and I was digging around. I didn't have enough money, and I was going to reach to put something back because I didn't have enough money to buy the groceries, and he threw a $10 bill down on the line to pay for them. That's just the kind of guy he was. He was obviously a Christian. He never expected anything in return. Do you understand that that's what Jesus was saying that you should do? That that's how you should live? That that's what you should be? And I want you to think about your life. Think about the past seven days. It's been more than that since we met because of that weather. But think about over the past seven days, have you exhibited a lifestyle? Have you exhibited things that would indicate to people watching that you are a follower of Jesus Christ? Have you followed this Bible passage? Have you done things that people could say, Christian, 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 Christian? Jesus didn't say, love your enemies if you want to. He didn't say, love your enemies when it's convenient. He didn't say, love your enemies when your youth pastor's watching. He didn't say, love your enemies if the timing's right. What did he say? Love your enemies. It's pretty simple. Three words. How do, you, how do you not understand what that means? And yet we live in a world with people that profess to be Christians who can't comprehend that simple thing. Be different live different, love different. I believe that if we're going to be on mission, that our mission needs to be to love, to love in such a way that our mission is done for us simply by who we are in Jesus Christ. Last verse, Dan's gonna put it back up on the screen says simply this. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Luke 6.36, talking about our Father in heaven. Was he merciful? Absolutely. He sent his Son to die on the cross for us. We didn't deserve it. We didn't ask for it. We didn't even realize that we needed it. 
and he saw the need for humanity to be redeemed and he said I'm going to sacrifice my son in a brutal fashion on the cross of wood so that they could have eternal life and be reunited with me and that's the standard for us that's how we're supposed to live that's what we're supposed to do that's it be merciful even as your father is merciful now as you're sitting here you're looking at me I gotta tell you folks like James indicated earlier and I'll be honest it's not easy it isn't easy for me and I guarantee you you guys know me well enough to know that I'm not gonna lie to you as a high schooler who was a Christian it wasn't easy for me then and as an adult it's not easy for me now some days are better than others some days I do a good job at this other days at the end of the day I'm like oh man I wish I could get a whole do-over today it's a process but a lot of it is an attitude and a lot of it can start tonight as you take a good long hard look at a decision tonight that you're going to choose to love your enemies to be merciful to be different and to live a life that clearly sets you apart from the rest of the world let's pray thank you Lord for being with us we thank you for challenges that you give us in your word challenges that you give us that seem absolutely beyond reach father I know that this challenge tonight is something that is out of my reach Lord I just ask that you would help me that you would help my friends here in this room that you would help us to to overcome these obstacles to do the unthinkable to do the unnatural to love our enemies to love people that are unlovable to love the people that that treat us poorly to help us to do that by the power of the Holy Spirit that resides within us because it's only by the Holy Spirit's power that we're able to accomplish this Holy Spirit I ask that you would speak to us that you would speak through us that you would be that gentle reminder in the back in the back of our mind that that tells us this is a situation Steve where you can do the right thing where you can be where you can be different where you can be merciful where you can show love when it's not needed when it's not deserved where it's not expected and you can be my witness today Holy Spirit I ask that you would do that for me that you would do that for each one in this room and that you would help us to remember always that we need to be set apart and be different so that we can be on mission for you each and every day with each person that we talk to with each person that we touch with each person that we come in contact with we pray this all in Christ's name
Amen.